Thank you for joining me today for this brief devotional. My hope is that your heart will both be encouraged and challenged. Good Monday morning. We've talked about the married heart, the man's heart, the woman's heart, the child's heart, and the battle that they're all under. But what about the battle the single heart is under? I have um, some good friends who are in their 40s and never been married. And one of the greatest cries of their heart is for a partner. And I know we're single for all different reasons, divorced, widowed, never married. And what do you do with the fact when God says it's not good for man to be alone? So we know that marriage is a part of his plan, yet for many different reasons, people find themselves single. And I'm not in any way going to minimize the the pain or the challenge that comes along with that because they're very real. And I, I've learned to uh, listen, but I also walked through what it is to come into a season of singleness as well after my divorce. So I just felt um, as a way to be a on my post of guarding and protecting your heart to just offer a few thoughts in a season of singleness. The first is to realize that it's the only time in your life when God has you all to Himself. That it is a time and, and place where the, the pull or distraction of a relationship isn't there where you can really lean into the Lord and allow Him to become a partner to you, whether uh, you're a single parent and He becomes that partner with you, or you're, you don't have children and He just becomes a partner in life to you. But it really is a time for you to learn how to partner with God. The second thing I've learned is that we can use it as a season to become the partner we want to be. I have noticed often, especially with people who are divorced or widowed, that they don't really allow the grieving season to finish its work. You know, in Ecclesiastes, it says there is a time to mourn. And if you rush the mourning process, you abort the healing process. So I really encourage those of you in a season of singleness to really use that time to become the partner that you want to be. And for some of you, that may mean it really needs to be a season of intense counseling, of pressing into the Lord on places and spaces that need to be healed in the soul of you. The third thing in seasons of singleness where you really have to guard against the enemy is in the area of sexual purity. Now, we live in a time where people are telling you that uh, sexual purity, you know, let's try it out. Let's make sure it works. Let's, you know, we want to try it out before we buy it. And um, culture is going to tell you a lot of things that the Word of God isn't going to tell you. But the enemy loves to tell you things while never revealing the consequences of them. He's a master at that. And there is a reason that God set marriage up 
to and set sexual relationship inside the context of marriage. He didn't set it up inside a living together. He set it up inside of marriage between a man and a woman for a reason. Because scripture says first that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. So I want you to think about that. Anything we bring ourselves into that is impure, whether it's movies that we watch, books that we read, music that we listen to, um, sexual relationships that, that we partake in, our, the Holy Spirit, if we're a believer, we are bringing the Holy Spirit inside of what we're doing and we are grieving Him because our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. But it also tells us in Scripture that when that we are to flee sexual immorality because joining our body with something is different than even joining our spirit with something. Because when you join your body with something, what you're doing is you're creating a soul tie with what you're connecting it with, what you are um, joining it with. So then a soul tie is created and it removes our ability to discern and hear God's voice clearly. So that's why the enemy loves creating this sexual delusion, if you will, that thinks that you can do anything in the sexual arena and not be in the confines of a marriage and it not have an impact on you. Let me tell you, my friend, it is impacting you. You may not realize to the full extent, but trust me, it is having an impact on your heart. The enemy would not make it so seductive if he didn't know the stronghold that it brings. He wouldn't do it. And the fourth thing that we need to pay attention to when we are single to guard our heart against is to guard our hearts against self-sufficiency. Because I hear people often say, you know what, I can take care of myself and I'll make sure I get by. I hear this a lot after divorce. I'll make sure I never depend on anyone again. I'll be, I'll make sure I can always provide for myself. That is, those are dangerous statements to make. It is okay when you are single to pick up the phone and call someone and say, hey, I need to uh, set this up in my house. Will you come help me? I can tell you, people that love you would be glad to help you. Self-sufficiency is not partnering with the Holy Spirit and with what God has for you. Friend, no matter what has placed you in your season of singleness, the enemy is after your heart in it. So it's very important that you guard it and guard it with people and friends that are life-giving. And remember, we attract what we are. We attract what we are. So let's become all that God created us to be. Why? Because inside of that is the greatest fulfillment, married or unmarried, that we will ever, in this life, discover. If your heart was encouraged today, please know that we have many other resources available for you. You can discover all of those at reclaiminghearts.org.